everybody. Welcome back to Oh Shoot. You are listening to Cassidy and Charlie. What's going on? <laughs> yes, Charlie is joining us for today's episode. Um, and we're going to talk about horror stories, like photography horror stories. I personally read through them before this, but Charlie did not. So he has no idea what's coming for him. And there's a few of them. I'm smiling right now. There's a few of them that are so funny like they're just so funny like embarrassing it's not that they're funny it's just like they're actually horrific things that have happened to people yeah i can only imagine i mean we have a couple of our own that we could go on for a while and talk about but just to hear (laughs) other people's you know it's always funnier when you're reacting to somebody else's but when you're in the moment you're like oh my goodness this is crazy and it's like not funny either in the moment it's not funny at all so um before we jump into it um I guess we can go over like what's going on in our lives. Any updates? I didn't prep Charlie for this. Oh so he's just well, looking I at mean, me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been a crazy summer. We've been shooting weddings back to back. We're, we're flying out to New York here. By the time we're recording this, we're going to be leaving later today. Um, and we've got back to back weddings. And yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Busy season, you know. I mean, yes. for you guys listening, you're no strangers to busy season. So a lot it's of you true. are busy too. So Yeah. And we're also going to the gym more frequently. Yeah, um, Planet Fitness. Yeah, getting those gains. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we went to the gym this morning and now we're here we are recording. So I think that's basically it, right? Yeah, I've got Cassidy doing a uh, modified football workout that I used <laughs> to do back in the day. And now we're both jumping in into it together. Oh, yeah. So it's been really good. I'll be chilling on the bench press, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Cassidy's getting swole over here. I'm not at all. I still have chicken arms. Anyway, so we can jump into um, the stories. I'm actually going to start by telling you guys um, one of my stories. And after reading through the submissions we got, this definitely is not the worst, but it feels pretty embarrassing and pretty horrific because it happened to me myself. So um, Charlie actually wasn't with me when this happened. It was, um, I was driving from upstate New York to Delaware for a wedding and it was about like a five hour drive, I think. Um, And I was going by myself and I was shooting the wedding and then I was spending the night in a hotel and then driving back the next day. Um, and I had on this really cute like jumper thing, um, you know, with like the long pant legs and stuff. And it was from American Eagle. It had like the zipper on the side and I basically got dressed when I got in the car so that when I would arrive at the wedding, it was like I was ready to go. Um, and I think I gave myself like an extra hour when I was driving just in case, like just, I don't know, just cause I wanted to. And, um, so I was driving and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to use the bathroom. So I stopped at a rest area on my way to the wedding. I was about, I would say it was like an hour from the wedding still. And I stopped at a rest area, you know, I went and peed and when you have to like get the, you know, you have to take the entire jumpsuit off to use the bathroom. Like that's just how these jumpsuits are like rompers work. And I had to unzip the entire side. So when you unzip it, your whole side is exposed. Um, so I unzipped, it, I used the bathroom. And when I went to zip it back up, the zipper like just broke, like it came off and it wouldn't like, at first it wouldn't even like zip up, but then it just broke and wouldn't work at all. And 
it was like bad. Like my entire, like from my armpit down to my hip was just exposed. So it wasn't like I could hide it or anything. And I didn't bring any extra clothes. Like my clothes that I had packed for like the hotel and stuff were like sweatpants. So thankfully I had an extra hour worked in to my road trip and I had like 15 minutes to spare at this point. So I stopped at a Target and I bought the literally the first thing that I saw and I went into the bathroom and put it on. I kept the tags on and then I got to the wedding. I shot the wedding and I actually ended up telling, I think it was like the maid of honor. I told her about my experience and she thought it was like really, really funny, but I didn't tell the bride. Um, and yeah, I wore that Target dress that I bought and then I went and returned it um, the next day and my jumper completely failed me. Um, yeah, I've never had to do that before, like stop somewhere for a last minute outfit. So that was pretty horrific for me. I think I actually remember that now because when Cassidy had mentioned this earlier, I didn't, I really couldn't place what the story was. But now that she's talking about it, I remember her coming back with like an extra set of clothing. And then (laughs) I was like, why in the world did you buy a dress the day of the wedding? And now, you know, putting it back all together. It's really funny. But when you're panicking in the moment, that's going to, you're kind of put on the hot seat. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. But the dress ended up being like kind of cute. I kind of wish I would have kept it. It was like black with like puffy short sleeves and it's like a square neck. It was really cute. Okay. So, um, Charlie, do you want to start by reading the first story? Yeah. So we'll jump into it cause we got a list of them. Um, and forgive me if I like start laughing or anything in this because <laughs> I'm literally reading through this the first time. So, um, I'll do my best to give, um, I'll do my best to give emotion and tell the story in a way that's exciting to listen to, but uh, forgive me if I miss any piece of this. If you're, if you are the person and you you hear your story being told, so um, yeah. So let's just dive into it. The first one is from Ivy. So let's read uh, this horror story from <laughs> Ivy about her experience. This one is a recurring theme. Cue facepalm emoji. LOL. <laughs> one of my first couples were some of my friends, so I felt confident to go with some more daring ideas. For their engagement photos, we walked out onto Utah Lake, which was still frozen. I even walked on it before they got there to make sure it was frozen solid. No ice broke, but I noted a few weak spots. (laughs) When the couple arrived at the frozen uh, marina, I led them to the water. I was so excited for the winter wonderland photos we were going to get from the lake. Well, apparently the ice was thinner than I had thought. And the bride fell through. <laughs> Luckily, the water only reached to, reached to her thighs, but her fiance and I were so fast to, to help her get her out of the water. Somehow, I got the best couple ever, and we actually, and we actually continued the photo shoot. <laughs> oh my goodness, I cannot believe that they continued doing the photo shoot after being dunked in the lake. Throughout it, I ended up kneeling in icy mud water several times for the shot. Oh my goodness. Like I said, this has been a recurring theme. Me and the water, not my couples, LOL. So last Christmas, my brother got me a pair of waders. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a uh, thoughtful brother. That is quite the story. I don't think if I were getting my photos done, I don't think I would continue to shoot in the water. I mean, I couldn't tell you because so we used to live in upstate New York and one of the places the, the lake would freeze over. 
And just if your shoes would get wet from walking alongside of the water or something like that, and it's like 20 degrees outside, you're miserable. So I cannot believe that this bride in a dress after getting dunked was champ enough to be able to continue and fight through that photo shoot. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if I was a bride, I would I would not put up with that. But I mean, it sounds like hopefully the photos turned out cool. Like, I feel like it would be cool if someone was like submerged in this broken ice and they were taking photos. Yeah, maybe Ivy, if you're out there, you hear this, maybe you can send Cassidy those photos and she could put it <laughs> up would, on her story. That would like be a so cool. Yeah. To see how it came out. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. Um, I, there's one in here and I don't know which one it is where I actually started like laughing so loud and I was reading it. So I'm hoping that I'm the one that gets to read that one. Um, okay. I'll jump into this one. So this one is from Lisa JD. So I'm a family photographer and I was shooting for a family of five and they were telling me how the last time they had photos done, the photographer lost all the photos and ghosted them. And I tell them that I'm super careful and I will do my best not to make history repeat itself. Oh no. <laughs> well, not only <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, not only did my memory card corrupt. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is not funny. My, my backup hard drive got stolen and my second backup wouldn't connect to any computer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Data recovery services couldn't help me either. I then had to go back to the client and tell her what happened, and she requested another photographer in my company to redo the shoot. Worst photography moment ever. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's like every single phase just completely swept out from underneath of you. Yeah, yeah. And it, your hard drive literally being stolen. Yeah. That sucks. It really does suck. I I feel really, really bad. I think it's funny, though, how, like, the client told her um like <laughs> that they had had that happen to them before and she's like oh i'm i'm really careful like don't worry and obviously it was out of her control that all of that stuff happened but it's just it's a very ironic well yeah i was gonna say that's just the example of irony right there and it's as you feel terrible for the client as well because it's like obviously not something that they want to happen again. And the photographer yeah. may have never had this happen previously yeah. to that. And here you go. Everything yeah. happens all at once. Oh my gosh. Ugh, that's, that's horrible. I think having one of my cards go corrupt or like my hard drives malfunctioning, that's like one of my biggest fears. It's just like, there's nothing you can do at that point, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was, so not to like talk about ourselves more, but cause we have other stories that we want to jump to, but we had a camera that I was second shooting with at a wedding and the actual shutter like erupted. Didn't we talk about this? I feel like we talked about this on the other episode. Well, I'm not sure, but it just goes in with the horror story. Oh, yeah. So like, no, it was horrible. It it literally exploded. Like, it's, <laughs> like the, I was, I guess I do have like a tendency in the past, like I've definitely grown up from this and in, in the ways that I've improved in shooting, but I would shoot on like high speed shutter and definitely was an overshooter. So, you yeah. know, I'd sit there sometimes holding it down and the shutter's going off firing like pretty 20 quick, seconds. basically like a machine gun sometimes. Um, but you know, like the, it's made to work like that. Not obviously you don't want to sit there and hold it down for a minute, 
I don't think you, I was ever doing that. You would do that. No, yes, no, I was did. never doing that. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I mean, it, that was the crazy thing. We I've never had a memory card um, corrupt on me or anything like that, yeah, but I thankfully. did have a shutter explode on me and we had yeah. to get that camera repaired. <laughs> I don't think explode is the right word. Well, when we pulled it apart to look at it, it every well the blinds on the actual shutter that fold down if you can imagine that as you're listening they were like actually tore through yeah. and then the top it layer of them were all like ruffled and it didn't explode up. though exploding is like your camera catching on fire and like turning into a million pieces yeah well anyways <laughs> your shutter isn't supposed to look like what mine did at that oh, time oh yeah so. yeah um the good thing though is we always shoot on two sd cards so if one of the cards goes corrupt, we always have that second one to fall back on. Um, okay, Charlie, this, the one that you're going to read is actually the one that I was laughing at as I was reading through them. So have fun. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I can hold it together. <laughs> um, so this is from Evelina uh, Cole Photography. And here is her horror story. So I was shooting a wedding and the ceremony and the reception there were six hours in between. And we talked to the bride. We talked to the bride, me and my second shooter, and she told us to go out on the lake, like to have fun for an hour. And we're like halfway through the lake and stuff. And we hear one of her friends, Faith, just like you guys are going, um, just like you guys are going to miss the butterfly releasing. Like that's what she said. Like you guys are going to release Okay. Miss the so her friend Faith was telling him, like, you guys are going to miss the butterfly releasing. Yeah. And we're freaking out because a butterfly release, like, it was, in su- it was super important to the bride. And she said she was going to do it at 6. And she didn't tell um, that she's going to do it at 4. Uh, so we paddle back. And we know we're not going to get there in time. So I flag down a jet ski guy <laughs> as I'm on this lake. And he gives me a ride. But he says he, like... I can't pull up to the dock. And I was like, that's fine. I can paddle on my kayak like two seconds to the dock while I try to. So that conversation, like I can, I can paddle on my kayak for like two seconds to the dock. And so, wow, I try to get off the jet ski in the, the jet ski tips and I fall and basically drown, uh, drown basically waters in my throat and my ears. All I can think of is going back to my room and getting my camera and taking um, taking pictures of butterflies releasing. And I swim to the dock and I sprint to my room, grab my camera. I'm still in my swimsuit and I look like a drowned rat, but I got the pictures of the butterfly releasing. It just goes to show like what we will do as photographers to make sure we get the pictures. Like this chick flagged down a jet ski and was like, I need a ride, like, now. And she she goes and, like, gets a ride, but then practically drowns trying to get off. But while she's drowning, thinks about the fact that she needs to go get those photos and actually still ends up getting them. I could not tell you what I would have given to be a guest <laughs> at this wedding it's and to so just much. witness the photographer out on the lake then realize like in a panic all of a sudden yeah. have to flag down some person like it's hitch and they're out on the date yeah. in the harbor with the jet skis and he yeah. accidentally kicks his girlfriend in the face oh my gosh I forgot but then that. they like ride back and she's like trying to get back in the kayak and you see her just go overboard into the water oh my and gosh. sprint back to the venue yeah i think it's like 
it's so terrifying that the bride didn't tell them that they were switching the times. That's like actually like a big deal because that's the reason they weren't ready to take the photos. Well, I think the other thing is why are you planning six hours in between the ceremony and the I reception? actually thought that. <laughs> I was like, what are they supposed to do during that time? Well, I mean, I guess you watch the butterflies. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, you go kayak on the lake and start <laughs> flagging down jet skis. Hey, I mean, it's your wedding. You spend your day the way you yeah, want. You but do you. On our day, we definitely did not have six <laughs> hours in between the ceremony and the reception. And I mean, it's fine to do that and like tell your photographers to go and like find stuff to do. Like that's totally fine. But it's just the fact that you're changing the timeline while the photographers are on the lake when you told them to go out on the lake, like there's just some holes here. Not, not cool, man. Yeah. Not on the photographer's part, but on just the couple and their, their communication could be a little bit better. Got to be on your toes. Oh yeah. All right. So this next one is from at picks by hand. Okay. So aside from the embarrassing, embarrassingly amount of times I've tripped slash fallen from a session my session this morning thought I had scheduled it for 6.45 a.m. when I said p.m. She called me two times at 6.30 before I finally woke up and heard, heard her asking where I was. And honestly, I was speechless. I didn't know what to tell her, but I sprang up and got my gear together and went to do the shoot half asleep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Short and sweet, but wow, what commitment. Yeah, good for you to actually get to the shoot. Like, I know they probably waited around for you depending on how close you were, but <laughs> yeah, that's crazy to just get up and go. I know. And I've actually um, been afraid of doing this where there's some miscommunication with either AM or PM or like dates. I've had couples reach out to me for like weddings. And um, like, let's say they put it's like, a Sunday wedding and that's what they put on the inquiry. I've always been afraid that they accidentally put the wrong date and the entire time we've been planning, I've been planning on the wrong date. And then like on the Saturday before I always check and make sure that it's like a Sunday wedding and not a Saturday wedding. I don't know why. It's just like one of those things that's it's easy enough to confuse. And it's actually happened to me one time where this guy inquired with me and he put down like a Tuesday and then he, we were emailing, I sent him the contract with Tuesday as his date. And then he responded was like, oh, it's actually on that Friday. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, at least we caught it. Like, if not, I would have shown up on a Tuesday and you wouldn't have been there. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then my question to you, would you rather be the one to show up to a place and your client not be there? Or would you rather have your client show up to the place thinking you're going to be there and you're not there? I would definitely rather be the one that 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 happens to. Like if it were on a Tuesday, like if I showed up on a Tuesday and it was actually on a Friday, I would much rather that happen to me than someone have their wedding taking place and them calling me and being like, hey, where are you? The wedding is today. And me be completely caught off guard. Um, well, yeah, obviously. I, think I don't. Everyone. I think the, the question was obvious. but I, And I don't know if this guy, his, he was just talking about a session. I don't know if it was necessarily a, an entire wedding. but Oh, it yeah, might not know. be a guy or a girl. Oh, Picks well, by whoever. Him. All right. So you can go ahead and read the next one. Okay, so here we are, the next story. We have, this one is from 
um, Car- Caroline Silvius. Caroline Silvius photo. So here we are. Oof. A few years back, <laughs> I was <laughs> photographing the sweetest intimate backyard wedding. And I wasn't saying oof myself. She, she the, said She oof. literally said oof at the beginning. Of <laughs> All it. caps. So I was f- photographing the sweetest intimate backyard wedding. It was very simple. The bride's father officiated the wedding and they did a unity ceremony where the bride and the groom mixed paint over a canvas. The ceremony finished up and we moved over to the tree line for family photos. Everyone was laughing, having a great time. I was backing up to get everyone in the shot and everyone suddenly screamed, no, all at the same time. Before I could even react, I stepped right on the painted canvas. (laughs) Someone had placed it in the grass to dry and I didn't see it in time. I was absolutely mortified. Thankfully, it was the kindest family in the world. And the couple said my footprint added more (laughs) memories to to remember when they looked at the canvas. Ugh. (laughs) That is honestly like the fact that the couple was kind of chill about it and said, you know, it's the memories. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, truthfully... It is a part of the the day that you look back on. It's true. So. Oh my gosh, that is terrifying. I mean, first of all, whose idea was it to put it in the grass anyway? Like, come on. Like, put it on a chair. You were setting that photographer up for failure. They were setting up someone for failure. I like that idea, though, of mixing the paints on the canvas. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think I've ever heard of it either. I think it would be a really unique thing to see. Yeah. Hopefully they're like artistic and their mixing of the paints <laughs> looked cool it didn't just look like oh yeah mixing paints <laughs> i guess it could just look like finger paint or something if you did it wrong yeah well abstract art you know abstract yes see the vision yep all right on to the next one this one is anonymous and i actually read this one on my tiktok a little while ago but i wanted to reread it because i think it still has a shocking effect to it So this is from an anonymous person. They said, I was taking photo. I was taking family photos down by the river in our town and the water level had just gone down after they were generating. So the rocks were very slippery. They asked to go down closer to the water's edge. And I literally told them a million times that it was extremely slippery and that my boyfriend had just slipped before they got there. The mom was walking behind me and I hear a gasp. And then I hear their baby crying. I'm sorry. I was not trying to laugh at that point. Um, I turned around and she had dropped their two month old baby on the rocks. Oh my goodness. Thankfully, the baby was fine. They took her to the doctor and everything looked fine. I went to high school with the mom. So she wasn't a stranger. Thank goodness. Ugh, it was traumatic. Not to mention this was one of my first shoots. Literally tosses their baby. Yeah. That. I don't even know what what to say. You tried to warn them. Yeah. There's only so much you can do, right? Yeah. I mean, if people don't believe you, I guess it ends up pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, thankfully, the baby was okay. That is, it's a very, that's just traumatic because now from this point on, I'm sure this person is just very cautious about the locations they choose and stuff. I mean, yeah. They probably don't go back to those rocks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, walking on that river, no longer. No, they definitely don't go back there for photos. I know I wouldn't. Have you ever slipped and fallen on rocks before? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you remember the place where we used to go cliff jumping out oh, in New York, yeah. and then we would walk up that river mm-hmm. to there was like this small watering hole spot, so it was like a natural pool, maybe a mile up this river from the cliff jumping spot where we would go, and there were definitely some pretty sketchy parts back there, and there were a couple times where I my feet went out from underneath of me, and I slammed on some rocks pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I actually think there's one point where we had to cross a river back there and I was wearing I think like Chacos or Tevas and I actually like slipped into the river and it was really cold yeah I just took a quick dunk it wasn't on a frozen lake and dunking the bride though it was just yeah. us and I didn't d- I didn't drop a baby either yeah well so. let's not make light of that that's pretty serious <laughs> yeah it's true all right all right I apologize so Charlie go ahead and read this next one this one's kind of long Yeah, okay, so this one also is anonymous, an anonymous uh, edition, so we'll get right into it. My first wedding I ever shot, I found out I was doing it 18 hours before the wedding day. Yikes. So when I found out I was doing this and said yes to the opportunity, I started frantically getting all my gear together and preparing. I could not find my charger or extra battery anywhere. (laughs) All I had was the battery in my camera, and it was halfway charged. Uh, screaming. <laughs> I don't live in an area where stores have anything close to these things that I needed, and I had no time to order anything. I live in southeast Kansas, and I honestly feel like there are not a lot of photographers around, and the ones that are around didn't use the same batteries as me. I kept trying to ask around if anyone had this specific battery. And no one did. I went to the wedding and was just hoping for the best because I literally had no other option than to pray it lasted to photograph everything I needed to. When my battery got down to the last bit of being charged, someone messaged me saying they were on their way and had the battery I needed so I could borrow it it for the remainder of the time. I have never felt so horrified, sick, frantic, nervous, and scared in my whole life. It all turned out great somehow. Wow. That is a lot of feelings. Horrified, sick, frantic, nervous, and scared. Yeah, well, I mean, if you only have a half a battery to try and capture an entire wedding the day before and you yeah. don't know where your stuff is and you live out in the middle of the middle boondocks of in Kansas, then you're going to have some issues. I don't know if I would have shown up to the wedding with just half of a charge I'm, i mean you're I, telling me you would have just ghosted the couple i don't know on what i would have done <laughs> i just don't know i honestly don't know what i would have done but i feel like that takes some courage showing up with half of it charged yeah well i mean you gotta work with what you got and try to put it together i can't yeah, just not come it's true like i definitely wouldn't not show up so i guess of the two i would show up with half of a battery charge i think It's so crazy how some of this stuff happens where you have no choice, you show up, and then at the last second, someone comes or something happens where it ends up being okay. I just think that's so funny. Yeah, and usually you can make do, like, you just figure out, you shoot for a little bit, turn your camera off, leave it, try to really only use your camera during the... Important parts. Very important parts, and that becomes a very hard decision to make when you're at that point, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, because I shoot mirrorless, I've never had like too many issues with my battery going through. On the newest yeah. generation, I should say, if you use the older generations, the batteries were pretty poor. But 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I don't crazy. think I've ever had any problems with my batteries. I always try to bring my battery charger and then my batteries with me. But I guess if you can't find either, yeah, you're, you're kind of stuck. I mean, shout out to whoever that photographer was. If you're listening to this by chance, you saved the day. So yeah. good going. Honestly. Okay. So this next one is from Sarah B. I have been casually photographing for about five years and officially launched my business in April. Congratulations. For this first couple of months, I was working hard to build my portfolio and in tons of sessions with friends and family. Well, I had asked some friends to model for me and they happily agreed to a couple session. Or so I thought. They arrived at our location and when they got out of the car, I went to hug the husband and he quickly shot away and said, don't touch me. For context, I've been friends with his sister since I was two and have known him literally my his entire life. So we started to walk up the hill to the spot I picked and he just kept walking and walking and walking and walking and he didn't come back for half an hour. He hung up on his wife when she tried to call him and it was just a hot mess. We ended up taking photos for maybe 15 minutes and he hasn't talked to me since. Apparently, he isn't a fan of photos and nobody knew. The worst part was probably how embarrassed his wife was at how he was acting. She's also my coworker at my nine to five. Hashtag awkward. Needless to say, I will not be photographing them again. Who knew it would turn into a runaway husband scenario? Man, sometimes if you get stuck with a couple that just one of them does not like photos whatsoever. Yeah. You as the photographer are in for a very interesting next bit of time. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. I just think it's funny that it was like a like a volunteer situation. Like normally in those situations, the couple knows and they're, you know, they're more than willing to do whatever. But yeah, that's that's very interesting. I wonder if maybe the wife didn't tell him or like he just was caught off guard or he had the attitude the whole time and she thought he would just kind of shake it off when he got there. Yeah, well, that's what I was looking back in the note is to see if like there was any mention if she talked to only one of them. But she just said that I had asked some friends to model for me and they happily agreed to it. And yeah, that's I mean, that's tough when they show up and they're in a completely different headspace than what they originally were, especially when you're trying to build your portfolio. I'm sure that this photographer is really looking forward to this shoot because it was going to really help them build their portfolio. And when it doesn't pan out, that sometimes it's just a little disappointing. The other thing is, is this photographer, if they're still, I mean, hopefully your business has grown enough to where you're not necessarily in your nine to five anymore. But if you are still at it and you're going back day to day, maybe you love your nine to five and you like doing both things. That's up to you. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, is this person is then going back to work yeah. all the time. And if she's continuing to work on photography, this other person's like maybe thinking to themselves, like how come you haven't ever asked us to do more photos or different I, things? I <laughs> can almost guarantee that that couple knows exactly why they were asked to model again. Yeah. Cause I would not ask them to model again no, either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that puts her in a it's, weird spot being around awkward. her at work. Well, because you're always around them too. I mean, it's awkward. It's not the worst thing that can happen, but it's definitely just like one of those things. It's going to take a little, a little bit to get over. You know. Yeah, just a bump in the road. It is. All right, Charlie, you can read the last one, and this one I actually read on my TikTok as well, and I think this one is like 
so epically horrible that I wanted to read it again or listen to it again. So Charlie, go ahead. Okay, so here we are. This is another anonymous uh, send-in, so I will read it to you. My second wedding ever was two-ish hours away, and it was in the morning. The wedding was supposed to start at 11.30, and I had, and I had to be there by 9. So I had, I had planned to leave where I was at 6. I set, and I'm not kidding you, 20 alarms for the next morning. I slept past every one of them. I woke up and it was 10. I had so many missed calls from the bride and I felt so bad. The wedding had to be postponed by an hour. I have no idea why I slept past everything, but that same exact wedding, I accidentally deleted every picture (laughs) of the getting ready and ceremony off my SD card. Oh my gosh. Not only was I late, but your girl deleted the most important part. Thank God that I downloaded a recovery software and got everything back, but I went to sleep crying that night. I am going to sleep crying for this person that night. Oh my goodness. That is, I think the first thing that's horrific about that is sleeping through all of your alarms. That's crazy. But then on top of that, you finally make it to the wedding and oops, all the photos are gone. Like that is just like icing on the cake. Yeah, that. I would have gone to sleep crying for sure. Yeah. Charlie, you are not to like be rude or anything, but I could see you being someone that sleeps past 20 alarms. Yeah. I mean, it definitely (laughs) takes me a minute sometimes, but yeah, 20 alarms, that's That's a a bit excessive. Well, maybe the alarms were like peaceful music or something, you know, like you got to pick something that you can wake up to. I feel like our alarm is like peaceful enough to where I'm kind of okay sleeping through it. Would you yeah. agree? I mean, you got to have the volume loud enough. That's one That's thing. True. Some people turn the volume like halfway down and you're not waking up to that. You're just listening to some background music in your sleep, in your dreams. So you need <laughs> to get that thing a little bit louder. Pick a noise that you don't enjoy as much. You don't have to have like the bomb alarm going off. Oh my but gosh. At least pick something a little bit yeah. more upbeat and get yourself out of bed. I'm the type of person that when I have something important the next day so like if I know I have to be at a wedding at 10 a.m I like almost can't sleep at night and I'll usually wake up before my alarm because I just know that it's coming and I get so nervous that I'm gonna sleep through it so I just don't really sleep at all yeah I can definitely relate to that and it's like to the point where you'll even wake up like a half hour before your alarm the yeah. next morning or something like that. And then you're like, oh, I should be sleeping. I have a half hour to sleep, but I can't sleep because I got all this stuff that I need to get done. Ugh. Do you get up? Do you normally get up or do you just stay in bed? Um, I think I usually stay in bed, but I will like, yeah, I'll stay in bed until the alarm. But right when the alarm goes off, then I'm up and going. I I'll usually won't get up before the alarm because there's a reason I set my alarm for that time. That's to give me enough time to get ready and stuff. So it's like. I don't really need to get up any earlier than that. But mentally, I'm awake. Just not. Just not sleeping until the alarm. So, yeah. Anything else that you want to add? (laughs) That's the last one. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Just reading through some of these things, I could only imagine how I would act if I was in some of these situations. It would be pretty, (laughs) pretty wild time. Yeah. It, it is wild. And some people actually submitted like multiple stories too. So it kind of feels like just some people just get it. 
They got some bad juju. Yeah. They got the bad juju on their side, man. <laughs> they just can't get around it. All right. So that wraps up today's episode of Photography Horror Stories. We are going to do a part two because we have so many stories and we want to share a few more of them. So stay tuned for that. And Charlie, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Cassidy. I'm looking forward to catching up on the second yeah. part of these. Yeah. And just in case you guys didn't know, we're married. Um, so... You, you kind of said Cassidy weird. Like, I feel like that's, that sounded kind of weird. No, I, I feel like you never call me Cassidy. You call me like Cass. Yeah, I normally call her Cass, but it's a little too formal for me. So I just wanted everyone to know. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we got that straight. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity The wisdom rushing in So much clearer now Get in a little bit